podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and up the toffees. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. As ever, it's just me and Jamie today. How are you, mate? Okay? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Thanks. Yeah, not bad, uh, you. Yeah, it's just um, we struggled all week, haven't we? We've been talking to each other all week about do we really want to come on and talk about Everton? But because I don't, I'll be completely honest with you. I don't like. I always want to speak about Everton, so I'll take that with a bottle of salt, as Jamie would say. But <laughs> it's just they're getting me down. I, I think roles are reversed. I mean, you were saying the other week you're not looking forward to the season. I said I was. Now I'm not. I'm just not. Nothing's changed for me. Uh, we'll come on to all that, but Everton have just played Stoke. And I've just yeah. won with virtually the last kick of the game. Amadou Onana. Did you watch it? Give us your thoughts on the game. Uh, I did watch, I watched the last half an hour of it. Um, last half an hour, 35 minutes. Uh, purely had uh, stuff on today. Uh, you know, I'm trying to not let Everton consume or ruin me weekend if I, if I can, if I can help it. Um, but I watched the last 35 minutes and that was enough for me, to be honest. I wanted to turn it off with 15 minutes to go. I was just, be my God, pre-season, I've done that. Listen, I've done that all, all for a few games. I've done it, it's, it's only pre-season, but you're open to see something. You know, you're you turning on players. Yeah, and we'll do players, but not only that, you're open to see, you know, different way of playing or... I'm not saying I was going to turn around and see this ticky tack of football, but you're going to, you're, I was open to see more people running this new thing. Because what you've got to remember is we've got two Saturdays. You've got this, which has happened. You've got Sporting and then the Fulham. Now Fulham game will be here as fast as anything. We've got one football match in between now and the Premier League season. And there's no difference. No. I mean, Dan Juma started today. Well, uh, might as well just quickly start. And then he signed... Since the last we were on, we were in the Bramley Moor pub. He thought he would sign, and he has signed. And he started today, and he just looked like a—he just left up front on his own. There's just no creativity whatsoever. As you say, it's only pre-season, and I am one of them who says it is only pre-season. I've seen Everton win every game in pre-season, and not win a game for six or seven games. And I've seen it go the other way, where you've been shite in pre-season, and then you start off with, with a great start of the season. So I don't really pay much attention to it, but. You've got to get the fans something ex- excited somehow and one player on loan and another 88-year-old left-back, who I think is a good signing, by the way, is not enough for me to get excited to even no. feel a sense of feeling left out about not going to these games. I mean, I think we made well, I made the decision a few weeks ago I wasn't going to do pre-season games. I just wasn't. So, you know, I'll, I'll go first day of the season and I'll be there every week if I can, but I do not regret not going to these games. It's been awful. Been absolutely awful. So it's just nothing there for me. It's just you. you I seen the lineup today, and I think that's Everton's team. That's that. that that's that's good for them, If anyone st- is still trying to convince me that Michael Keane is good enough to play for Everton when he signed in 2017, I'm sorry. I, I don't know what planet you're living on. I really, really don't. This is a failed experiment, and it's it's just. I just I can't get my head around it. And he's not the only one, by the way, but. Michael Keane starting games for Everton next season fills me with nothing but dread. It honestly does. 
he is nowhere near good enough for the Premier League. But people say, oh, he comes up with a important moments. He comes up with important moments because he put us in that situation in the first place. We say, I oh, remember that goal against Tottenham. Yeah, about half an hour before it, he gave away a stupid penalty. It's yeah. just that's Michael Keane for me. Listen, it sounds like I'm coming for him, but he's going to start every game for us next season, isn't he? He is. Uh, yeah, he is. Because let's be fair, but he, he, when Dice come in, we were in the middle of a battle, and he put him in over Cozy and Mina, which now looks an absolute baffling decision considering when Mina come in. We got the points we, we basically stayed up on. Um, so, whether he really plays Jared uh, Brinkwright, I don't know. He played well, I thought, in the second half. Looked all right. Looked a bit tired. He didn't, you know, Stoke didn't threaten as much as the Premier League teams will, but he looked okay. I just, it's, it's worrying right the way through the team. Yeah, you've got Pickford. We all know about Pickford, but. You've got one centre, one actual centre half we trust. You've got nothing in midfield, no creativity, and even if he was, there's no one to put in the back of the net. That just spells a disaster. Yeah. You know, what? What? What is the what? What I kept thinking before watching it is, what are we? I people go, what do you mean by that? What do we? What are we going to have every week? And people go, we're going to run, we're going to do this. That's fine, but. We also need a little bit of quality. We need a bit of someone to get the foot in the ball and sort of just do something with it every now and then. And we haven't got it. We genuinely haven't got it. And I don't think it's out there. And if it's out there, unfortunately, it doesn't come to Everton. No, well, it's people are, I've seen people having a go at Alex Awobi and I have today. His final ball and his end product is just atrocious. And I, it's only pre season, I know, but I think we can pretty much. You can say that about Alex Wolby in his time at Everton. Yeah. People are people are lately where he's got the most assists and most goal involvements and all that. Fair enough, yeah. But you know, we nearly went down twice. It, you just watch him; he does absolutely everything right, and his head just explodes at the last possible moment. This is against Stoke. This is against Stoke in pre-season, and he can't see a simple pass that will put someone in on goal. What, what's, Bolton, what's no wrong Bolton. With Bolton. Now, again, I'll go back to it. This people go, oh, it's only pre-season, but. You, you, we're a Premier League football club. Sometimes your quality just gets you over the line by two or three anyway. You know, you, you're not sort of... You haven't played that well, but you win 2-0. Purely for the players that you've got on the pitch are a lot better than the players that you're playing against. We went better than Stoke. Stoke started better, though, I believe. You know, we've scored a 96-minute winner. That's took two flicks, two flicks and a nana to sort of slide it in. Yeah. Now we were. Oh, we don't, they don't play at the same intensity. Well, they need to. They need to be playing at the same intensity. And if that's if if they're not, that's down on the show of dice. You be like, you just need to be ready for Fulham. You just have to be. I read something. Um, sorry, I heard something ten minutes ago. I don't know who the co-commentator was, but he said, "Oh, Stoke's fitness is showing now. Obviously, they're going to be fitter than Everton." And it just took me back, and I thought, how? How? What sort of testament is that to Everton that the the commentators saying, "Oh, we knew Stoke could be fitter than Everton." I thought that was our whole thing this season. We were going to be the fittest team, and yeah. To be fair, I thought run. as the game went on, the second half, Everton look look fitter to me. Yeah, but what I mean is, if the commentators are saying that, so he's yeah. obviously got all the stats or whatever about him. I just at first I was well, well when he said that, I was like, "That's just staffed to say 
because obviously they're not. But yeah. I just thought I, I was just thinking we're holding on to excuses. That's just an excuse for me. Yeah. They look fitter than Everton. Well, we should have quality. We've got a, we're a Premier League football team. I know we nearly weren't, but we are a Premier League football side. And there's no disrespect, but the Stoke. If we went to if we went and played them in the FA Cup in January with the same team, they'd beat us. Or do you know? Or I don't know. I just don't know. Well, I, I think I, you've just hit, you've just hit on something there, and I think that's the, what the frustration is for me and you. We, we were talking before we came on. It's the fact that we have the same team. I mean, I, I've had to go with Michael Keane and Alex Awobi, and we should have we should have players coming in for them now. We, yeah. We're just we're just this transfer window for Everton. I mean, it seems like you look at Leeds and like Leicester have gone down there buying players for like ten millions, twelve millions. We can't spend a penny. What has gone on at this club? What has actually gone on at this club that we cannot spend a penny? It's, it's so just dilly, like... Danny. It's just so dilly, Danny. Mate, even that, within a week that Anthony Alanga went from a rumour to medical to sign for Nottingham Forest and we were still linked with him. He was still there with a Nottingham Forest shirt. And I think Everton, there were still stories on Twitter, Everton had interest in Anthony Alanga. It was like, well, that's what you see a story Everton had interested in, Everton had inquired in, Everton had in contact with. Now, listen, 99.9% of it is just all internet rumours just to click yeah, and stuff like that. I understand all that, but we just don't. There's probably other fans from who support other clubs who are like they they don't feel like their club does anything, but we literally don't do anything. No. We cannot. We're actually going into the season with a weaker team. How is that even possible? How do you let that happen? Just because they're completely and utter, utterly. If they lied to Sean Dice, if they told Sean Dice, oh yeah, we're going to get you all these players, and I'm not listening by any way. I think. Without Sean Dice, we'd be in real big trouble. I think he's I think asked that's why really... Sean Dice has come in because we've got no money, mate. Yeah, well, he's our shining light. He's the only thing that we sort of hold on to at the moment that we we could not have the same season. But are you lying to him? Oh yeah, well, we'll get him. Don't worry, you can have him. And then Fulham comes and he's like, "All right," and just carries on. We couldn't get him. Sorry, Sean. And it's like, "All right, no problem." Just carries on with what he's got. And I just think they're just running this straight into the ground. Honest to God, they're just, they are running straight to the ground. I know we said last time we were facing the ground and we, we all said, well, <clears throat> we're building this, how can we expect to have money? But they're putting bids in, apparently, putting £40 million bids in for players. Yeah, spread, so, over, spread over about a million years. Yeah, but, but uh, you <laughs> know, it is. Well, yeah. that's why we were at Atalanta, Atlanta got it, because they've just gone, yeah, there's the money. And Everton have thought. No, I think, yeah, we'll come on to him, but I think when it comes to Bilal Torre, I think it, it's a case of Everton have actually gone to Atalanta and they've accepted a bid and they've been happy with the pay structure and it's been down to the player and the player just hasn't chosen Everton. I don't think there's anything we can do about stuff like that. But it's just like the impression you get is that we were we were just all in for him and no one else. Is that the way you feel? Because that's the way I feel. Yeah, I think they go. Um, we're saying this, but we don't know what Plan B is. You know, this this next week could be. All in for Ian Acho or all in for Gonzo. You know, you don't know. Obviously, there's still a lot. Of, there's still time left in the transfer market, so that much is sort of will give them. You know, there's still time left. I'm not saying any, and I wouldn't say now. Oh, any buys a panic buy because it's not. It's not. There's still, you know, I still think first of September of me. It'd just yeah. be nice to have them in the in the team now. I think that's why. And you know, listen, how many apologies have we sent out doing these podcasts? That it sounds like. 
were miserable, but I am I'm really pissed off with Everton this week. I am it's because it's oh, just, it's, I feel I feel it's embar- I feel a bit embarrassed now because you know you stay up on the last day of the season and you think well we're not going to be here again and it, everything points to us being in a massive relegation battle again because we can't get nothing done. We can't get no business done. Nothing. Who's doing it though, Paul? That's what you got to ask yourself. Who's doing well, it? We're not going to come on to that, aren't we? Because you know what? Let's just go on. Let's just get into it. I think we've all took our eyes off the prize, really, because Bill Kenwright is still in charge of trying to bring players into Everton Football Club. And I think most of us have forgot about that, or we're just tired of it, and we just it's in the back of our minds. And, it, and he blagged us again, in my opinion, that MSP will be taking over in a couple of weeks. Well, it's past a couple of weeks now, and still nothing has happened. And we still got Blue Bill, Blue, Billy Bullshitter, sat in a room with these players' agents trying to convince them to sign for Everton because we won an FA Cup in 1966. But just, mm. but just dinosaurs who, who were trying to bring Everton into the 21st century, in my opinion. That's what it is. That's what it feels like to me, anyway. There's no vision, is there? You know, if you're a, I just don't see the vision. If you're a footballer and you're sitting down, how many people... How many times do you feel you're here for a footballer that believes in the project of... of, of the fo- the club that designed for, and I don't think we've got one. You know, yeah, we can go, well, we're going to move into Bramley Moor and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And... But I I'm don't think state, he... Exactly. I don't think he's the right man to sort of sell Everton Football Club anymore because, you know, that's the already what? 20-something. He doesn't know Bill Kenway is. He doesn't know. He, all he thinks of is... Are they in Europe? That's the reason he obviously went to Atalanta because they're in Europe and we're not an attractive proposition anymore. We're not. Sorry we're to not. say this, but we're not. To, to a 22-year-old lad, we're not. To a 36-year-old who's been playing for the last 15 years, we, we are because it's, well, I play for Everton. End my career at Everton. I've Everton on my CV when I retire. These aren't asked. These 22, 23, 24-year-old lads, Everton aren't a, a Sounds terrible, but Everton and what the what we think they are to them, especially the foreign lads. And I know listen, we we if the shoe was on the foot and we we'd all be going, you know, what well, he should be picking us. We've got European football, all that type of thing. So we can't moan that he hasn't picked us. That's another thing. But the Bill Ken, my side, I I can't, I just can't stand the fact that he's still here, and I just think he's gonna. Would you agree though that you think we sort of like? We've let him get away with it now because yeah. don't see much, much, many people trying. To, I know you see people moaning on Twitter and stuff like that about you know need to get him out and all that, but I don't see much movement going. on. I'm not having a go at anyone, by the way. I think we're all in the same boat. I just think we just took our eye off the ball big time, though. Well, if the, if, if the rumours are said to be where, true, where is it though? Where, where's all this MSP stuff? What's going on? Where, where's the communication from the club? There's, well, when is What's the going when has he ever been? There's never been. You know, you've got a director of football, and I'm not saying the director of football has to tell every single transfer he ever does and every single person we're interested in and give us a list of people. That doesn't work like that. There's no football club, does it? But we need something. We need, you know, people might go... We need hope. Yeah, well, people might go, well, we, he come out in January, we need a striker, we'll get one. Yeah, but we know what happened there. We understand that. Yeah, we understand what happened there. But I just, I just, I'm lost, mate. I've got to be honest. I sat down today to do this, and I just, you, know, I, 
text me half of them, but we are crap. And he put, it's only pre-season. Yeah. And I felt... I've said the same. Like... Oh, yeah, I agree with and you I'm trying crap. to convince. I am trying to convince myself. Oh yeah, it is only pre-season. I'm not trying. I'm not convincing myself. I'm honest. Honestly, I'm not. Because I'm just, just like the, the, the club is crap, mate. Not not just on the pitch. I think the whole club is just crap. It is. It for me, it's just crap. I, I mean, I'm getting tongue tied and I'm going through my notes in that here because I'm like. My head's all over the place. I've been saying to you all week when you're saying you're going to do this podcast, and I've been. I haven't I been saying to you that I don't want to do yeah. it. Because I'm not, I'm not fed up and I'm not pissed off at them that I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say anymore. I'm not excited by the players that I see on that pitch. I'm just not. There's nothing there for me. No. So, I, I just... They just need... They need we've got a centre-forward there who's, who's still injured. All right, he might not be... In, I think he's he's got his own fitness regime and his stuff like that, but that just shows you that how badly far behind he is and we're pinning all our hopes on him again because they haven't brought no one in it's two weeks to go Paul what I don't see but no one I don't understand as well you get Bammons you Andre Gomez Andre Gomez weren't in the match they scored today is he injured we don't know so is he getting sold sell him don't hang about don't start messing how many clubs do you hear that and it's always Everton that end up buying them offer these players to teams and go, you just want him. Now, we, we might do that, but it never seems like we do. I can't, honestly, and I'll ask you this, apart from Richarlison, we all didn't want to go, but Tottenham seen an opportunity to buy Brazilian, Brazil's number nine for what we bought him for. And Anthony Gordon, who refused to train. But when have we ever sold a player and you've thought, well, I didn't see that coming. I didn't think he'd no. go. Luca Dean, probably. Luca Dean. But even that was before Benitez started. We, we knew he went in the match day squad, all that type of thing. When was the last time we sold a player? And it's like, I'm glad we got rid of him for that money. Oh, probably be, someone will probably be screaming something out of now, but off the top of your head, I can't remember that now. Someone that we got rid of, though, for money that you yeah. go. Like Richarlison. We all, no one wanted Richarlison to go. It's not like we've gone, yes, we got for 17 million. Yeah, Anthony Gordon, 45, yeah. But... Even that, it was still a bit like there were still things in the back of our minds of is it the right time to sort of let Anthony Gordon go? No, I'm not saying we should have, we we should have kept Anthony Gordon. But what I mean is, I just don't ever feel no like we won. No, no one, one was asked, and I just feel like no one we're not run like a proper football club. No, but well, Jamie, I'm watching that game today, and listen, it's not his fault. Neil Morpey comes on, like I'm a bit. This is in my head. I'm thinking still a tenner off. That's a, that's my team. That's my team. That's the thing I love the most. I do a podcast talking about them because I'm obsessed with them. But I'm sitting there thinking, can I find something better to do? Because I do not want to watch him playing for Everton Football Club anymore. I don't want to watch it. And I'd be sat there next season if he's coming on to try and say, he doesn't do anything. He's not capable of doing anything. And I hope this comes back to bite me in the arse. I'm never going to be good for Everton. But it's not his fault. He's not the only one, by the way. What we're left with to try and score those goals. That's what we've been left with. That's another thing. That, that's the other thing I was saying to you, though, Paul. Brighton looked at an opportunity. Everton need a centre forward. We've got a centre forward that we don't want. See if they want him. And we it went. Wasn't even that bad for him, though. No, but even when he went, even Everton, yeah, yeah, and Brighton was like, sound nice one. And walked away, laughing their heads off. Why are we always the laughing? Why are we always the team that get heads off? Why? Why? I don't understand. 
Michael Keane. Got to go, you could go through them all, Davy Class and all these players. Yeah, people might go, well, you're mismanaged. They're coming out of you know, Morgan Snyderland. We've never made, we've made 45 million on one kid because he was a youth graduate. Fine. Yeah. We just had, we had Newcastle's pants down. Fantastic. We've done one player in the last 15 years. Oh, sorry, seven, seven years or whatever it is since he's, Mercedes been here. I just, it's just one so bad from top to bottom. You've got, like, you've got players there like you've got players there like Holgate, Gomez, Gabamon, who's still an Everton football club. Holgate, Holgate's had a pay rise. Well, we we let Adrissa Gay go, but Gabamon brought Adrissa Gay back, and still Gabamon's not left the time, not not left the side. How does that work? What football club? What club? What football club replaces a midfielder with someone? Signs the signs that midfielder back and keeps hold of his replacement, but doesn't play him. It's just it's absolutely mental, and I just they just think we're idiots. They think we're idiots because I've seen this week, and again, Paul Lad's not his fault. Michael Keane coming up with you know I'm I'm a better player when I've had a full preseason. That's the club trying to tell you that Michael Keane's your number one centre half with Tarkovsky. He's been here since 2017. He's not good enough. He's had, listen, he's had good games for Everton. Of course he has. He has re- he's had really good games for Everton. But he's just a massive liability. And it won't be long before his head falls off again and we're conceding goals. And that, no, nothing against the lad and mental health and all that. But, you know, good luck to him and all that. But I'm just talking purely from football in terms. He, he's just a massive liability on the pitch. Yeah, but Paul, but they, you have... they're, getting re- they're, they're telling us that he's, he's the answer next season. He's not. He's not the answer. He's not. He hasn't been the answer since 2017. We're talking about a, a, a six-year stint here at a Premier League football club and we can pick a handful of games that he's played well in. With no fans then? With no fans With there. no fans there? You know, you, throw, you, you, have a, you have an under games. I'm pretty sure you're going to have at least... You'd like to think you're going to have at least 10, 15 OK games. Yeah. You, you know, that's just... A, you can't do that. I want... a. I'm not asking for the world. Listen, people might come on and go, well, what do you want? I'm not asking for us to sign no. Earl Haaland. I'm not. What I'm asking, but what I'm looking for is something, yeah? Something to go, you know what? Even watching that Stoke game, if a kid comes on, or now Lewis Dobbin, yeah, I appreciate Lewis Dobbin. He, he tries hard. He's running at people. He just needs that goal. I think personally that kid just needs that one goal and you never know. Yeah. But I'm going to ask on Lewis Dobbin. He was at Derby County last year. We're all walking away from the Stoke game. Oh, that Lewis Dobbin, look, Lewis Dobbin looks good. Two weeks away from the start of the season. It's like, really? Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, we, there'll be people screaming, saying we shouldn't be talking like this. There's a new season. But we shouldn't be feeling like this two weeks before the new season. Paul, we've scored one goal against Stoke and, Bol- and Bolton. We, sorry, we have. We've scored one goal in the 96th minute and it took two, defle- and it took two flick-ons. Yeah. We scored one goal against against Bolton and Stoke. People can, t- as I said to you before, people tell me it's pre-season. They're going at eighty percent. Eight and Everton at eighty percent should beat Stoke and Bolton comfortably. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it's totally an People going. There's no need to panic. All right, well we'll see when Fulham turn up because if we play anywhere like that, Fulham turn us inside out like they did at home last season. I think people will be saying, you know, the transfer window doesn't close till the first of September, and that's fair enough. Absolutely yeah, spot on. Yeah. And we might get six or seven players in. <laughs> I think we'll be lucky to get one or two in. But Jesus. just give the manager a chance and get them in now. 
get them signed now before the season starts, so they've got a chance to get used to the way we the way we play. Fucking, which is rather shite, by the way. But get them used, to, you know, working with the lads and working with the manager and all that. But it's just, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to say anymore. Paul, you know, I said I this to you, though. I'm trying to be positive, and I'm I'm telling people left, right, and centre. You know, we will sign players. It'll be all right. And but I'm like a little duck on the top of the water here. It looks dead calm at the top, and I'm, my little legs are going flapping underneath. That's what it is. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Is. Listen, I don't want it to people to say anything. Can I lay miserable them too? I think we're just real. I think we do, we reflect what people are thinking. And am I optimistic for the new season? Always because you never know. We could start a house on fire. The manager gives me hope. But I just look at our lack lack of creativity and goal scoring, and I can't see anything but fighting for our lives again. Can't. I can't predict the future though, Paul. We can only look. We can only literally look at what we've just seen, and comment on what we've just seen. Yeah, if if we'd have beat Stoke four 0 today and Awobi scores two, and Dwight McNeil and Mopai, we all, we come away and go, you know what? Whew. I know people go, well, we beat that team twenty two 0 Hang on a minute. We're talking a team that were mild. Like I don't even know where they're from. Stoke, are in the division below us, and we've just barely beat them. Stoke were in are in the division that we were half an hour away from being in ourselves and we barely beat them. Again, I'll go on to it. People go, oh, it's pre-season. Oh, have I said to you all week, how many times do people and managers and players get away with certain things because the old cliche comes out, he's never had a pre-season. He needs a pre-season under his belt with the new manager. So what So what are we going to do that again? Are we going to sign someone after Fulham? He turns out to be a bag of shit until January and we go, He's never had a pre-season, though. This is where it happens now. Neil Mopai, this is where we know. You've had a pre-season. You had a full season as well, by the way. And now you've had a pre-season. He's still not good enough. You know, nowhere near good enough. All these players that we've got now and we're about to start the season, he should have his 23-man squad and go, right, all yous are ready for Fulham. I am happy. There's no way Sean Dice is happy with this team and this squad. There's absolutely no way. Nothing, no way. And people might go, well, he knew the score when he walked through the door. Well, yeah, but we're also putting forty million pound bid to people. So, what is it? Let's We've go, got yeah. no money, or yeah. we have got money. You're showing the run now, haven't you, with this Palal Torre? Yeah, that they have got the money now. Whether he want to spread it over, as I say, a million years, fifty pence a week over a million years. Yeah, they've actually shown oh, that they can they can structure a deal to try and get these players in. Now, I don't know. Don't even know what to say anymore. You don't that the recruiting team have got players lined up but I just don't have any faith that once the recruitment team pass it over to the likes of Bill and stuff like that that they've they've got the the nouse to get it over the line anymore in 2023 I think they're just dinosaurs I think I don't know I'd love to be a fly on the wall I think these agents and players sit in with them go are they for real these mm-hmm. what are these going on about well didn't go on to apparently apparently that going on to say he doesn't like the idea of playing for it. He doesn't like the idea of playing at Everton. No, Everton is in us. Everton is in the pro the project of Everton. Um, maybe stay up. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's a new ground. People get we've got that new ground. We're going to be sound. We don't know where we're going to be in that group. We're talking about now. I'm not worried about the new ground. It's lovely. It's boss. You see the pictures of the sunset. Yeah, fine, great. I'm worried about. I'm talking about now. I said to you a few podcasts ago. When's it start? When when's it? Time to start being worried if we have to. No, we could have three or four players to do by now. 
we wouldn't be. We'd be worried, but we'd be a bit like, well, you know what, Charles? Even yeah, there's a point, even if we beat Stoke today for one nil. We've we've got we three players. No, but I'm saying, but we've we've got three players that we've signed that aren't in the first day, aren't in the team. The thing we did with Bolton, we do nil nil with Bolton. We all come away with, but Dan Juma hasn't isn't it wasn't there. If we'd have only beat Stoke one nil or even nil nil, but we had three players sitting on the on the bench or maybe not anything in the team, but we just signed, we'd all go, yeah, but we're all right. We, 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 them three might change the team. There's no one there. That's the team. That's what I mean. That team that, you've watched today is the yeah. team that plays against Fulham. That's what people have got to remember. Yeah. That's why I've got my knickers in a twist, I'll be honest. I haven't got my knickers in a twist over how we played in no. against Stoke. Because, as I say, I've seen pre-season where Everton have wiped the floor with everyone and then haven't been able to win a game and vice versa. But it's just the fact that you look at and there's no one to come in and go, well, at least you've got him. He's coming in. We've got Ian Atchell to come in. We've got Nonto to come in. Just, and we might. Listen again, we might. We might. Well, yeah. but, but right now we haven't. We haven't. So, and we've got a week yeah. till we play Sport and Lisbon, and we say the same thing. And then we've got a week from Sport and Lisbon, we've got a, is it a week or two weeks till full. Oh, it's a week, isn't it? We play Fulham the following Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Two weeks today. So you go, well, oh, it's all right. We've got, to, we've got two weeks to get a player, bed him in, and make him ready for Fulham. Because whoever we sign, I'm sorry, has to be ready to go into the first team. That's where we are. We've got to be yeah. ready to go into the first team and make a difference. We haven't got time to be, well, we're going to sign him because in five years he's going to be our new centre forward. We can't do it. Well, it's the thinking a fully fit Calvert Lewin, which looks like the sign at the best before he kicks a ball in pre season. They want him fit for the new season. Yeah. Deli Ali comes in, get Dan Juma, and we're flying. Is that is that the plan? Well, tell if if that's the plan, tell us exactly. Tell us, tell us that. Tell I, us I, that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll probably get on board with that. Mm-hmm. If they had to come out and gone, listen, Calvert Lewin's not going to play in pre-season. We're telling you now, he's fit. He's not playing in pre-season. He's going to play in the first five games. We're going to get him through the first five games in the Premier League and see where we're at. We're going to take it five games at a time, which I can see Sean Dyche is thinking. He would yeah. think like that. We'd all go. No one had cared he hasn't played against Stoke, but they're not telling us. So everyone's going, he's not ready, he's not ready, he's not ready. And then the kids put more pressure on him, more pressure on him, more pressure to get a number nine, more pressure to get two number nines. You know, Deli Ali, Deli Ali, no, come out, he's not ready yet. He'll be ready for Fulham. Oh, sound, yeah. No problem. I'll have a behind the, behind the scenes uh, game, behind yeah. closed doors game, sorry. Yeah, Calvin Lewin and Deli Ali have played together and scored two. We'd all go, <laughs> happy days. Yeah. They're just, as it's you said, and you're the nail in the head there, by the way. I'm not coming on going. Yeah, no, we, it's we, been a bit of a. Know. We did say when we come on, we were coming on for a rant. So. We knew how we were like, going to play if you like, if you, Yeah, if you like Everton rants, this is the podcast for you. Yeah. We knew we were going to play, how we were going to play Stoke. And I don't. I'm not bothered about the, the, the results. I'm not because if we get beat a draw to one I get that it's, it's nothing's changed nothing's changed it, I turned it on and I was just like this could I could literally have turned on the highlights here against Southampton at home last season and I wouldn't know the difference to be honest because they're playing, probably playing similar kits but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have known the difference Paul there was no creativity there was no the, the Lack of running, lack of understanding. Well, what, of each sorry other. to interrupt you. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, I, do you watch the training videos? Because I did. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's pass, 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 and you're like, hey, wow. Nobody yeah. get in a game. They can't pass. Oh. And this, that, this is this is a this is an Everton epidemic, by the way. Because I've noticed this the last few. Why can't they pass the ball? I Don't watched Decore today, the saviour, and he did save us. So he's got a lot of money in the bank. Yeah. Do about three blind passes today, and he went straight to his Stoke man. Now, if that's in a competitive game against the Premier League team, they're in on goal and they score. I watched Alex Awobi just continuously and Patterson just give the ball away with no pressure on them or just keep giving the ball away. Why? Young mate. That's your job. I it's, like like young. It's, like, it's like a postman not being able to deliver a letter. That's the that's the basic thing that you have to do in yeah. your job, is that. Yeah. So as a footballer, you should be able to pass to, you, to a, a man who's wearing the same colour shirt as you. But they can't do it. Which is, you just... What? You're not a professional footballer. Listen, you you can't if you can't pass a ball to the same person in your shirt. Now people might go, "Well, they are. They can." We're not talking yet. They probably can, but they're not doing it, and they're not doing it to a standard where it's good enough. You know, I watched Ashley Young today, and you know he's only a new sign. He's probably knackered the ball like because he's been thrown in, but and he's thirty-eight. But he 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 just gives the ball away. And it was in a st- dangerous position, by the way. He tried to like put it inside to an honor and the stole player just read it. And I thought, any Premier League team cripples him. In. Yeah, they just they, they, they just run in the box in the square. And it, if they scored, they scored. I don't know. But we got away with it because Stoke gave the ball away. Maybe Stoke weren't playing what they would be playing at. And this is what I said again. It's a you know yeah. I understand. I've watched football a lot. I understand this isn't what the level they're going to be playing at against Fulham. I get that. I understand that, but I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at other things. You know, if that Everton team that you watched there, and like we're all frustrated because we're not signing new players, but you know if they were knocking it about really nice, nice little move. And even if they were missing at the end, you'd be thinking, well, we, we do need a centre-forward talk, I'd understand it. But they don't do anything, do they? No, that's what I'm saying. If you're creating chances left, right and centre, and, <laughs> you, you know... You, you, at least, at least you're there to miss them. Yeah, another, another nine here and we're away. We're not. People, if you think of when we are a number nine away from being okay, no, then you're in a different world. And I know there's not a lot of people like that, but we're not. Because right now, we could have Haaland up front. We're not getting the ball to him, no. Well, there's Dan Juma. He didn't watch the first half. He's just isolated. He's not that type of player. He wants the ball to his feet and he wants to run at you and create yeah. stuff himself. He stood there up front on his own, just like, he just can't even get the ball to me. Now it's only a pre-season friendly. Obviously, we're gonna we, we don't even have to say that anymore. It's a pre-season friendly. No, we know my, that com- people know that. Might turn up against Fulham, and I'm confident against Fulham. Still am that we will put a better performance in because I've seen yeah, course, it all before. Yeah. But I can only say what what you what you see, and they just don't create anything. The most frustrating thing for me in modern day football is players who can't pass. We've got too many of them in our team. We got to Corey, who's a, a battling midfielder. He breaks stuff off here. This is the same. Alex Awobi on the eye looks really, really good. But you put him in a pressure situation, and nine times out of ten, his, his head falls off. He, he just can't. His head just goes to bits when he's got to play that final ball or shoot himself. It's just, it's just not there, is it? Well, the best, the the best part from bananas. But he only have, I've the first time I've ever seen him do that. By the way. The ball to Dobbin. looked all right, didn't he? Yeah. But the ball to Dobbin, I thought, was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but are the other two best passes? 
One was from Tarkovsky when he put her over to Dobbin. And the other one was from Neil Mopai, but I don't know. I think he misheard that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. wow, has he actually just done that? Now, we've got a, we've got the Mary Gray to come in who can offer you a little bit of something else. He can take someone on. You know, I'm not the Mary Gray's bigger fan, but he has got something about him, that lad. We have got Deli Ali to possibly come in. We get a Roar and Deli Ali, then great. Get a Calvin Lewin to come in. Get a Dan Jimmy to come in. Get maybe one, two, three more, two more Gomez. through the door. A Gomez. So it's not all doom and gloom. We, they might be like, no, oh, they've changed just, the tune, just... but we just yeah. we come on initially to go. What's going on? Like, well, this is a week's worth. This is a week's worth of frustration because we haven't been on since last Saturday. No, and it's just a week of Everton not doing anything in the transfer market, and then you, t- you see them playing against Bolton, play shite, and then against Stoke and play shite. So we're going to comment on it, but mm. I do think there is reasons to be cheerful in a way because. The new season's upon us and we won't have to talk about crappy pre-season games. We'll be able to talk about the real thing. And like, let's let's on a positive then. I thought Lewis Dobbin looks really, really good, but he looks like he can't finish his dinner for me. Now, is that just a case of he just needs one, do you think? He just needs one, yeah. I think he, he, he's, he's, he's sort of lashing at everything he needs to, to get that goal. Um, he's, he's very direct. I think I'd give him the ball as much as I possibly can. He likes beating the man, and he also works hard. By the looks of it, if you give the ball away, he'll chase it down. He's lashing at things. That goal, uh, that banana ball. If he's got two, three goals, the bank he scores. He just lets it run across his body and taps it in the net. He's just lashing at it because he's desperate for that first goal. But he'll come. He's only a young kid. Um, yeah, you think he's in the plans though? Because I do. I do personally now because you've got Lewis Warrington that's gone to Plymouth, who I thought was in the plans, and Stanley, and Stanley Mills is for Oxford. So they're sort of just starting to nudge them out the door. The, the kids that aren't quite ready yet, I think Tom Cannon's linked heavily with Preston again. So the kid's still in and out. He's coming on with ten. You know, he's coming on with thirty minutes to go. He's getting a good run out. He's not getting ten minutes at the end, sort of thing. Um. And he's got to be, Paul. Sounds terrible, but Dice has got to prepare for the worst. But we don't sign anyone, so he's got to be ready to go. Well, at least I got at least I got four games out of Dobbin in preseason. Yeah. I thought um, Jared Brantwaite looked all right when he come on as well. For me, he'd be starting. Yeah, I did. He'd be start. He'd be starting the first game for me. I think when he blocked the pass, the pass coming through, and he just sort of put it, slid and put his foot out. He and, looks like and, a, like he wants it. to play football. Yeah. And I, think, yeah. I think he wants to be here though, Paul. He's got no choice, has he? Under contract. No. He might have been offered first. It's just completed the whole season with PSV. I think they won the cup. They wanted them back, didn't want to pay the money for them, so he's just gonna have to get on with it. Yeah, he'll put, yeah, to be fair, like it's how he, it's just all down to what he's He's always offered. gonna want to stay there after this after that season. Yeah. He was always gonna to want to stay there. It's what he's been offered as well, isn't it? It's it's yeah. literally what he's been offered. At the end of the day, if if that used to sat him down and gone, Michael Keane's understudy, he's probably gone. What? I'm Michael Keane's understudy. We've seen the season yeah. I've just had a PSV, and I'm going to come in and be his understudy. You can't you're scared of his own shadow. So he's probably thinking that anyone be, can yeah. say what Keane is that he's good at finishing and saying Centre back. Just centre back. You know. And the reason I've come out. This has been a podcast. I've come out for him and I've come out for Mopey. And the words that I say are harsh. It is harsh, but it's just what you're thinking at the time. 
don't, yeah. for, I'm sorry. I, I'm not looking forward to watching them two in an Everton shirt anymore. I'm not. I've had enough. I don't want to see anymore. I've seen enough. They've had enough, I though. Think... We're not talking about a new signing here or someone who signed in January last summer. Last summer. January last season. They've had, they, he's had six seasons. I'm up. I had, don't know how many games last season. A lot. Obviously, many. he scored one goal. Centre forward. Yeah. But, you know, Gary Mina scored two, I think. So you gotta, you've got to look at it like that and go, well, what, what is going on? He's not good enough. And that's not against him. He's just against he a person. He doesn't play himself. Yeah, he doesn't play himself. Yeah, doesn't play himself but he's just not. People who were not playing to his strengths. That's, yeah, what is his strengths? That's true. That might be true. But exactly. Well, what, what is he? He doesn't run in behind. I think Wobie in the last couple Can't of Can't hold it up. Can't hold it up. Not strong. It's not quick. Definitely not quick. What did he do? Three hill. What did he do? We'll have to get a Brighton fan on to tell us because I don't no, see it. No, because all, all he'll say is he'll just start laughing at Brighton fan when he tell him when we ask him. He was doing. He, he don't, people might go, "Oh, he's boss at them." But they also had boss play. Don't forget, Neil Mopai never used to score forty yard goals. He'd score rebounds or he'd sort of get in behind. And we're just not playing. We haven't got the players to play like that. We haven't got to play. We, we, our midfield is. A box to box midfielder and Decore. And uh, similar. And is similar. Ball we haven't it. seen ball winner, haven't seen create much. Adrissa Gay, ball winner, run round. Alex Wobie's on the wing, who's our creative most creative most creative most creative midfielder who sometimes can't cross a can't cross it's a road. You know, Dwight McNeil's our most creative our best player. Let that, let that act if you're listening to this, let that sink in. Dwight McNeil. From January to now, he's become Everton Football Club's best player. Yep. And who would have thought that? And, he, and it's, he's earned it as well because he's yeah, not... He's earned it, yeah. Not, that's not he's, against he's him, I'm just saying. Yeah, he's been brilliant. Him and Zakori have been brilliant since Deitch came in. We just need... But, we need things, but changes need, need to... need Alley to be Dali Alley. That's what yeah. we need. Yeah. Hopefully he will yeah. be. We just need changes at the board level. We massively need changes, and this is massive now for us to to, to get them out. Just they're not doing anything. Now, I've heard, I've seen loads of people say about Kevin Felwell, what's he doing? No, uh, he that might be hands behind his back. Last, you know, Michelle gave a thing in January and said, and I actually said it. The recruitment team signed off on a player, then it, then it goes to the manager, he signs off in it, and then it goes to me and Bill, and we sign off of it. What are you signing off in it for? That's the frightening part. That last bit's the frightening part. Yeah, yeah. You can sign off if because you, you you're the one who gets your check. Because what's he got to do with it? What's he got to do with it? checking off on a football player that the scouting network have done? The manager's okay with, and Bill Kenmite's okay with it. Really, Bill Kenmite. Oh, it's all right. Then Bill said he's great. Bill hasn't got a clue. Bill thinks he's still Davy Unsworth playing left back, and he's fantastic. Yeah. We could be just... wrong. Listen, he could be the master negotiator. We could be completely wrong, and well, you know, Bill Kenwright has kept Everton's head above. But he could be, he could be the savior okay. of Everton Football Club. We don't know, but from the outside looking in, it looks a, an absolute disaster with that man there. And we're just fed up. Just leave, please. Honestly, just it's going on and on and on. This this boardroom stuff. It's just, I think we took our eyes off it big time. There'll be people who were part of the campaign. We'll be listening now. Going, no, we haven't. You still, you, nobody wants to know, and that's fair enough. But 
need to crank it up now because imagine if he let if, if it comes out now that Bill Kennett's left Everton and MSP of the major shareholders and Everton or major investors. Imagine um that first day against Fulham, the atmosphere will just change, won't it? Yeah. You won't be looking to the director's box looking at them seats to see who's sitting in there because he won't he'll be gone. Paul, I, I listen to the way you've heard it and I forgot to send you it, sorry. Steve Bruce done an interview. Yeah, I've seen it. And he, he was the la- and what what I what re- really took me was he was the last thing about a negative regime. He basically said that to them. I'm the last. I'm thing. the last negative thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the last thing that these will hold on to that I'm a part of Mike Ashley, and he wasn't. He was just a football manager. So he basically said, "Let me get my thousand game out of the way, and I'll go." And it was horrible. It was hard for him to do, and it resonates because the talk that's Bill Ken, right? He's the last thing wrong. What happened? Now people go with Mishiri. Mishiri was the new owner. Mishiri come in with the new money, like this fella has. But we've kept the man that failed all them years to to deliver trophies. And really, Bill and David Moyes kept him out of the shit. But and we just kept him and kept him and kept him. Not until getting better. It's not like he he started going up and up and up and we win a trophy and we're in the Champions League, like topping them out and. We get the cup finals every now and then, every once, every two seasons. It's getting worse. It's actually got worse with him. So, if you still out there think that Bill Kenwright and Far Machiri are good for the football club, then I don't know. No, me too. And listen, again, this, I can only apologise. We there will be happier podcasts. There will be, but I'm, we're just worried. Basic, basic undertones of what me and Jamie are talking about. It's just, we're just worried about Everton because. It doesn't look like we tried to to stop ourselves from getting relegated. It just looks like we are aiming for relegation. That's yeah. what it looks like to me. I'm sorry, but it does. I haven't seen I'm... anything that will change my mind to say I haven't ridden a relegation battle. No, we were like, oh, no, lads, we've just won 1-0. Yeah, I, I appreciate that we won with the pre-season friendly at Gate. No, I'm, st- I'm made up we won. I was made up when Anana scored. It was great. I, I love any goal Everton scored. I'm made up when we win a throw-in. Yeah, if Everton win a game of Tiddly Wings, I'm made up. I don't care. So yeah. I'm buzzing that we won one nil. Sound, but I think it, I'm looking at the bigger picture of it all. I'm looking at Fulham. I'm I'm thinking of Fulham and thinking if Fulham's next week, which it is round the corner now. There's no more time left anymore. This yeah, is why I'm worried. Wipe the floor with us. Oh, I but, don't even think about it. Do you know what I mean? Let's give them the two weeks they've got yeah. next week till we play Sporting. Hopefully, you can have two players walk on the pitch, clap. And walk off. Like, oh yeah, we've got two players, and then we've got a week until Fulham, and we never know. We don't know. Everton are usually yeah. very good on. Um, they usually make Alan Myers work for his money, and Vinnie O'Connor don't do it on the last day. But I don't know. We just right now, if the season was to start tomorrow, I'd be worried. Yeah, I'm worried. Really worried. And listen, there is loads of transfer rooms out there, but I'm not going to go into them. We've got an idea. Tete, Nanto, the usual suspects here, Nacho, Che Adams. I'd have Che Adams at, at Everton. A lot of people disagree, won't go into it. Maybe go into it in the next one. I'd have him. I'd have anyone now. I'm at, probably have Ross Barkley now. I'm, I'm at that point <laughs> oh. now. Honestly, I'd, I've just gone completely <laughs> back on myself. Probably have him now. But uh, yeah, we're sorry about that. And there will be happier pods. And stick with us, and Jamie. Thanks for joining me, mate. And up to Thank the stuffies. Up the toughies. Sports Social Podcast Network.